What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It gives me great pleasure to welcome you back once again to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show. At time of recording, it's 17. And we are here <laughs> in the dining room in my house in Rosendale, Massachusetts, with not one but two special podcast guests. Making his return is my man Donner O'Brown. Yo. And making his debut on Fighting Fire with Fire, it's been a long motherfucking time coming, is the original Big J himself, Josh ew, Davis. Ew. Welcome, man. What's good? What's good? In case you haven't checked him out already, go on SoundCloud, the original Big J, okay? Yes, Representing. <laughs> right off the bat, I owe my Lyft driver from last night, Davin, who, upon hearing that I had a podcast, got out his phone and pressed subscribe right away. Hey. Davin, you are a real one. And I appreciate you, man. That was a great lift ride. I hope you're listening, and I hope you continue to listen. You smart. Uh, he's a smart. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> we are going to get... Deep, deep into Kendrick Lamar's newly released fourth album, Damn. But before we do, I wanted to have a quick moment of silence for somebody we lost last week. Raise your glass with me to the one and only Mr. Charlie Murphy. Rest in peace, brother. <sighs> Sipping on some sodas, you know, as you do on 420. <laughs> Fellas, are, what, what was the first uh, thing you thought of when you heard that Charlie Murphy had passed away? Heartbreak. With heartbreak, right? That was horrible. I heard yeah. it over the radio on jamming. Well, while I was driving into Fenway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, what was did like? Are you gonna have any the lasting memory of of him in any significant way? Is it all gonna be Chappelle show stuff? Is it gonna be uh, the white guy that he voiced on the Boondocks? <laughs> Is it gonna be uh, just the fact that he was one of the more successful? You know, siblings of an A-lister that ever really happened. Most people who are siblings of somebody as famous as Eddie Murphy don't really handle themselves so well. I feel feel like Charlie Murphy handled himself pretty well. Yeah. I guess I guess we we just want to say we hope that Charlie Murphy and Prince are eating pancakes right now. Hey, okay. rest, <laughs> so, <now>. rest in <laughs> peace. I hope Prince is, and his boys are still wearing the same shit that they had on. You know? <laughs> Ah. and now we're gonna get right into it because we got there's too much to talk about with kendrick there's always too much to talk about we have to talk about damn damn (laughs) kendrick lamar's fourth album you guys have listened to it non-stop the last couple days and since the, it came out, since it yeah. right, since yeah. it came out, since it came out, been, especially I, the last couple of days. Yeah, I, I, the three of us have been talking about doing a podcast, and there's not. Uh, I'm glad that the thing that finally got us to sit down at a table and press record together is Kendrick. That's a pretty appropriate Kendrick thing. Unifies everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Unity. Uh, <laughs> so first, Josh, and then Don Earl. How high were your expectations uh, going into this album release? Yeah, extremely. Right. Extremely high. And would you say that upon all this listening, like, it, I feel like one of the most dangerous things for any piece of pop culture, an album, a movie, anything, a, a, a sports team, is expectations. Mm-hmm. So were these expectations met with this album? Absolutely. Absolutely. Without question. <laughs> <laughs> and don't know, same thing for you? Yeah. Because, I mean, you, you have to pin a butterfly, and I was like, good luck, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> good luck. Right. What, what do you got next? Yeah. And... Do you think that it? Mm, I'm trying because I I wanted to talk about the album by itself. It's hard when you when you have an artist like Kendrick. It's hard to talk about it without talking about it in comparison to the rest of the catalog and where 
where he is in the rap hierarchy. To me, I think it's first and foremost means that he keeps the belt. <laughs> no, 100%. If, if the best rapper alive, I like to think of it as a wrestling championship belt, him releasing this album is, this belt is still here yeah. and it's it's not going anywhere. No, 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 100%. 100%. And do you think that there, I feel like <clears throat> on most of Kendrick's albums, it is a cohesive entity of an album that has a few unifying themes. Do you feel like Damn continues that? Or do you think... This will probably be the closest he'll get to a, like a shit ton of radio plays. Hmm. Really? Because like To Be uh, Butterfly was not radio friendly. No. Like nobody wanted to listen to any of that kind of jazz, funky type stuff in uh you know on the radio. Mm-hmm. This when they've got a couple of tracks, the Rihanna track that you know they censored, they do the radio friendly version. Might get a few plays. Mm-hmm. Might get might. Can't guarantee. I've heard humble a couple times. It, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You really think that? Yeah, because I, I mean that's the like, closest you get. I mean, to be a butterfly was was too soulful for like a drive in in you too, know yeah in, too in heavy, true. Yeah. It's it's true. dense heavy yeah. thing yeah. And you, track you, 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 you really think Damn is the closest he's gonna come to anything for radio play? Right, and, and all he's had now, I, un, I, un, I, the untitled album's not gonna make the cut. Off, 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 Head is the yeah. yes. No, that's not gonna make. The cut. <laughs> <laughs> on, on, honestly, I've only listened to that album once. Oh, I love untitled master. Oh, oh, yes. oh, yeah, oh, I love that album. Do you, do, if you, if you, Josh, if you had to give the album a theme, like if you could try and think of a theme for it, does does one pop out, or does it seem kind of seamless? Kind of seamless. It bounces all over the place. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it's like obviously he's talking about like people that are close to him in his life mm-hmm. and pin pinpoints some things that have happened to him, but it really does bounce everywhere. Yeah, and. Really. If that's the case, if it bounces everywhere, why is it so easy to listen to all the way through? Because I've found myself, it's, I've, I've not even thought about it and it's looped three times as I'm going and doing something on, in, around my day. You I don't know? know, it's the soul, man. The yeah. soul that's in that album is crazy. And the beats, man. The beats yeah. are gross. Yeah. <laughs> samples, the samples they put in there, they blended the original ones. It's like, ugh, ugh. Mm. And, you know, as a bass fan myself, there's a couple of tracks where I just, it, it hits. Mm-hmm. And I keep listening to it. Mm-hmm. Do you? Do either of you have a favorite song from Damn? Oh yeah, yeah. Josh, you first. Element. 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 Yes. And Don Earl, you would say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Element's your favorite. Cheers, that, sir. Cheers, that. Because do you think that uh, that line pop out made that shit look six? <laughs> Nigga look six. And then they chop and screw it at the end of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was that was good. Is that why it's your favorite song? Because he says things like that and it's hilarious no cause it's fucking G <laughs> that song's G as shit if you literally sit down and listen to what he's saying it's fucking G as hell well, what is it, well for the people who are, have listened to it and it's sort of gone in one ear and out the other what is he talking the, about Josh? the fucking hook alone mm. is, he said what is it pull up hop out oh. air out maybe it look sexy dude that's who, fire who's who, <laughs> fucking who fire jumps dude. out of her car and shoots somebody and she goes if I got to slap a pussy ass nigga, I'm, I'm gonna make it look sexy. sexy. <laughs> like, like that's some straight G pimp. That's some straight Charlie the Murphy would do with the, with, with the ring on. Boom, exactly. Fuck <laughs> up with a big ass smile on his face. Kendrick Lamar basically asked, "What did the five fingers say to the face?" Basically, yeah. okay. I'm gonna make it look yeah. sexy though. Yes. And do you think that? Hmm. It's funny that uh, an artist who's known for his his 
conscious and and some of the 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 weightier things that he says is one of the things he's associated with and yet your guys' favorite song from this album is just him doing some straight G shit. Yeah. You, you got to give yeah. us a balance, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you gave us, you know, some really heavy-hitting tracks or not even albums. Mhm. Just show us listen, that was this this album was like, "Hey, I've got range." So if you want me to do some, you know, some 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 music you can just bounce to, boom, right there. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you. I think my first personal favorite track is Lust. And I, I love Lust because mm-hmm. every time I hear it and I hear those, dr- those drums come in yeah. for, like, for like one, one <laughs> bar and then they, they take them away again, mm-hmm. it, I get like percussion blue balls. Can you play some or will they, will they, will they cut that shit out? I, uh, luckily, Don Earl, this podcast is not big enough yet to where I think the SoundCloud people are going to come in, listen to all 45 minutes of this and be like, they played Lust for 10 seconds. Hey, Ken, yeah. if you hear this shit, you better respond. Well, if K-Dot hears this... Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ken, K-Dot better listen to the original Big J and call him for a feature. Talk about talking to you, too. True, true, true. We got it. We got it. To, to be honest, I am the plug. I'm going to plug your... I'm going to plug your... Really, I'm going to plug your plug. music really, he's as much as I can, Josh. Really, oh, shit. Got to, I'd like to think that I'm a real one, too. Here we go. Nah. Here we go. He's going with grills and all the blacks. And a lot of... Uh, uh, the feels on the songs, independent of the percussion, is kind of hazy and, yes, and, yes. and all over the place. Very 420-ish. Very <laughs> nice, nice. So it's perfect, but I... I and and, and let, me, let, let, me, let me try and find the part where... And he's doing it like he doesn't even give you the drums right away. He does this that reversed drums. Yes, you ever heard the track Andre 3000, She Lives in My Lap? She Lives in My Lap? Yeah. What album is it on? Uh, the love below. The love she below. She stays alone. Never. Oh, dude! If you listen to that, it's very that same feel. That very airy type of like woozy, mm-hmm. drunkish. Why? What, what do you think? Why do you think Kendrick has so many? The theme of things going in reverse. Whether it's those drums or on Fear, he does a whole yeah. piece of vocals in reverse. Or in Kid Capri says, "We're gonna put it in reverse," and then at the very end of the album, at the very end of the album, the whole thing goes in reverse yeah. back to the beginning. Why do you think he put that in there? What, what's 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 <laughs> if we were annotating for genius right now? And you know, you seen you seen you seen you seen the meme where it was like Kendrick, hey genius. In this, <laughs> in this section, Kendrick breaks down uh, fifth dimensional physics. Like <laughs> everybody loves overanalyzing uh, lyrics on Rap Genius, especially Kendrick. People just lose their minds. But let me put the head but, 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 but why? But why does he? Why does he keep doing things in reverse on this album? I have no idea. Oh. I mean, it sounds dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now, now I kind of want to like wait till YouTube does that reverse track thing where they like they, where take, they can play it. Yeah, those tracks and put it in reverse. And like I hope it's you not. You know, right. I was thinking about doing that earlier because I do have Pro Tools on my laptop. I'm gonna you, take it in the Pro Tools. <laughs> that would be like a million hits. That'd be crazy. Now, the the other most famous example of things going in reverse is way back the Beatles on Sgt. Pepper's. So I don't I I don't know. I'm not saying that the Beatles influenced Kendrick on doing this. I'm just saying that. There are so few musical artists who can get away with with doing something like that in the middle. Just stick it into the middle of an album, and people do the pug head tilt until they're like, "What? Like what? 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 Snapchat? 
what, what do you got going on here? Yeah, put they put on their dog filter. And then, <laughs> Reggie? Uh, I, I also got to give Kendrick a shout out for making U2 relevant yeah. in 2017. Yes. Yes. Now, probably, probably because they spammed all of our iTunes. He was forced to oh. listen to the show. Yeah, shout out to you, iTunes. A question for you that got I got asked on a different podcast I listened to about the album is if you, if U2 was not labeled as a feature in there and you just heard it, would you recognize nope. it as Bono? Nope. Nope. No. You wouldn't recognize no. it as Bono? No. This is going to sound slightly racist, but I think some other uh, Caucasian individual. Right. You'd be like, oh, they got just <laughs> some white guy. Well, his his voice isn't song. that to say that. Go, boom, Bono. It's not like Sting where I'd be like, oh, no, that's Sting. Because only Sting was Sting was Sting. Well, it depends right. on how much you listen to U2. Fair enough. Like, fair I, enough. I've listened know. to a lot of YouTube. Right. So. Fair enough. Touché. I, 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 st- I still didn't catch it right off the rip. Touche. I, I would have never. Do you guys uh, think... Touch me. <laughs> Take me to him. Is that the one? Huh? Is that YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Are, you, are you talking about Beautiful Day? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful Day is YouTube. I, I, I wasn't sure, so I was like, mm. like that would be hilarious if I sing another song and now you do like, no, stupid. I was going to say, that would perpetuate your idea that you're going to have been any Caucasian singer. <laughs> all those, they all just blended together. No, that's actually cold play radio. Bye heads. bye, no, Mr. America. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I also, because. There, there are okay. things there. So th- I think there are themes like the theme of things going in reverse, or even on the intro to the album. The first thing you hear is that layered vocal going, "Is it wickedness? Is mm-hmm. it weakness?" And then on Pride, that voice comes back and says, "I didn't even realize that." That's the same voice. Yeah. And then yeah. in the end, on Duckworth, it's the same voice again. Mm-hmm. It's the three times on the album where we hear the. So I, I don't know oh, what. Okay, all right. I was thinking of the lady's voice. So I don't know what the if that's if that's an if that's an inner monologue or if that's uh, 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 somebody an imaginary thing on Kendrick's shoulder telling him these things. I, I but, thought it'd be like the uh, like you know how you have the choir walking through and kind of narrating your, your steps. Yes, then that's what I think that would probably be like you know. <laughs> right. He's gonna get shot. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, that's, that's for the great. people for the people listening who don't know, Don Earl is got some some pipes and some pipes in his own right, but refuses to show them off because my man's authentic. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hates, uh, hates the studio. Yeah. No, still don't fully know why. Um, <laughs> trying to get a hook out this morning. We're talking about Kendrick. <laughs> well, we are. We are, we are, we are, we are, we are talking about Kendrick and Jesus. <laughs> okay, if you could break this this album down into one phrase or sentence that Kendrick would want you to accept, what would it be? Uh, I think it would be uh, the, the, the sentence that sums up the album is Kendrick is Kendrick is a, a incredibly is going through an incredibly Confuse, confusing period where he has to figure out whether the to, to how to balance being the best rapper alive and still being a a, a, a human being with a family from Compton mm-hmm. and being uh, the next great one right. and and trying to live up to the pressure of of having made three great albums already. 
and doing it. <laughs> Did we not talk about how how close it came to not actually happening? In terms of this album? With, 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 with Duckworth, you talk about that Top Dog usually fucking uh, robbed that store and shot a customer before. And his dad was at that shop. Yeah. We, we, yeah. we never talked about that. That was... He was talking about he was this close to not happening. Like if, if you hit the end of the he was like, if Top Dog would have went in there and shot him, yeah. Kendrick's dad would have been dead and Top would have went to jail for life and Kendrick would have been nothing. Yeah. Maybe not nothing, but it wouldn't have happened like this. Hmm. And that was like... The fact that he realized that and put it on the track was ridiculous. Right, so I feel like he, more than anybody else, doesn't take this whole thing for granted. You know what This whole saga of, and, and, and rise to being one of the best. He does not... real. He realized this is not... It's never all just, I earned this. It's always timing and luck. It's always a combination of things. And I think he realizes that. It's always a combination of... Pride and lust <laughs> and, <laughs> and fear and etc. Speaking of one more thing, I kept hearing on the internet that uh, there was supposed to be a part two. Right. That he was going to release on Easter Sunday. Oh, yeah. I am oh, oh, very, very like, like damnation. Like on some, yeah. on yeah. some future shit. I want some yeah. damnation. For, for the, for the record, I couldn't be happier that another a second album didn't come out. This is plenty. This is great. I wouldn't have that much. I wouldn't have minded. Right. No. More Kendrick is always welcome. But I think that I, 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 I really want someone to release like 25 tracks over the course of four days I feel like how could you possibly have a fully developed double album you could do that like well I mean it's that, been two that, years hasn't it right yeah. yeah it's been two years that's it's just more for you to take in and more time for the artist who puts it out to bring something new to the table yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a track a month you know what you do to track a month you would to be able to master the fuck out of a track a month, especially getting features. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I think I think would, would how would you guys sum up the album <laughs> or that's what a, he's trying yeah, to say? That, yeah, that's probably a better way to put it. I would probably go with um, adaptation to accepting his sins. I, I yeah, I think that's a much better start. Deep. Right, and a lot of the album is pretty dark. A lot of a lot of his albums are pretty dark. Yeah. Adaptation to accepting his sins. Yeah, I feel like on to Pimp a Butterfly, he was he was on Mortal Man, and he he said, you know, get on. He basically went get on my back. Yeah. But that's not the same as accepting your sins. Yeah, I mean, this might be the album where he's like, okay, here's the la- like what you were kind of. Like kind of piggybacking off of what you were saying, this might be the album where he leaves everything that he originally always wanted to talk about on the table. Hmm. And like you said, this might be the eight oh eight. This might be the turning point for him, where everything just his next album is just like, floop. Like <laughs> here's a new Kendrick. Yeah, I've given you everything you said you wanted. Yeah, and I've tried to help as many people as you want. Now I'm. Out. Now, Can now we get much higher? <laughs> so high. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 after Pimp a Butterfly came out, I loved with my friends comparing Kanye's first three and Kendrick's first three. I was, was just ranking all six together was the, like the most fun thing ever. I think that Kendrick now has is is 
no question the third most important and influential artist of the 21st century after Kanye and Beyonce. I think that that is where it is. Uh, you're both, you're both, you both did like the Obama not bad frown. Yeah, I thought yeah, about it for yeah. a second, <laughs> but but I but I but I but I but I do think that's correct, and I think that it's something to be said for the fact that Kendrick's first real album, we're calling Section Eighty, his first real album, came out in 2011, 11 years into the 21st century, and he's already all the way up there. I have a question: Do you want him to keep dropping every two years or every year? What? I want him to drop whenever he wants to drop. Yeah. I don't care. If I have to wait four years like Frank, as long as it's worth it, I don't care. He's got a lot of... He's built up a lot of equity. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like Frank, I'm tired, I, I was tired of playing Channel Orange for over and over and over right. again. Right, and, and Blonde is spectacular. <laughs> I to hear it. What? Yet to hear it? Yet to hear well, it. Well, like, you should go back and listen to the podcast I did about Blonde. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. There you go. And. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Self control. <laughs> anyway, 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 anyway. We're talking, we're talking about Kendrick. I think he has earned the right to do whatever he wants. And I think TDE is not going to pressure him into doing anything he doesn't want to do in terms yeah. of the timetable of whatever he wants to release. So I'd hope not. If he That's, has, if he has, if he has accepted his, if he has accepted his sins, I, I remain utterly fascinated with whatever he's going to do next. Even if it's a feature, because one of my favorite things about rap, as opposed to any other genre of music is one of the ways you keep the belt is you put your stamp on the belt in between your albums. Mm -hmm. And Kendrick mm -hmm. has done that cool. every single step of the way. Yes. You could make a whole playlist of all his features over the last six years where he has unquestionably been the best rapper ever. <laughs> I made a top ten list of his best features in 2016. I literally did. Because he's on so many. He was on Really Dough with Danny Brown. He was on the That Part remix with Schoolboy Q. Mm -hmm. He was on Goosebumps with Travis Scott. He was on What's Wrong with Isaiah Rashad. Forget about it. was gross. He, he was on No More Parties in LA with Kanye. He was on Holy Key on the DJ Khaled album. He was on Freedom with Beyonce. He was on The New Cupid with BJ's Chicago Kid. And he was on Sidewalks with The Weeknd. In one year... Those are nine verses that are probably better than whoever your favorite rapper's favorite guest verse is. Okay? Yeah. Okay. He's the best in the world. Forget about it. Who thinks he's going to put on, on this, this summer? He's got to do something this summer. He's going to do it with someone, and I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. He could put, now, granted, even Kendrick does not have a clean sheet. We're not going to let him forget about Bad Blood with Taylor Swift. We're not gonna let him forget about the song he just did with Maroon Five. Don't want to know. Hey, We're not. What? Yeah, he did a song. He did a Dude, that, guest feature on Maroon Five. That, that's just trying to expand to his Caucasian fan base. Right. Man. Like, right. You can't blame right. him for that. I, shit. I, I, hey. <laughs> we and and I, I, you're you're allowed to just sort of take that and be like, okay, that's, that's, that's <laughs> a, that's a shitty verse and uh, that's a shitty song and we're gonna move on, dude. I'll you still, just, I'll do it just you because to, you just because put them on, the on those I'd still bump them. I I my other favorite song on the album is Yeah, which is mm. again super like I, there's just a cloud of smoke in whatever room <laughs> that guy recorded it's, it's in. Cool book you. He's walking through the absolute buzz and yeah 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 yeah. It's it's 
I didn't. I don't know how many songs Kendrick's ever done that is a. He's pretty much singing the whole time. I yeah. doesn't really rap at any point. And like there's a melody to his voice the whole point, the whole way, and it's it's just I, I just feel like he he he's he's got uh, uh, a zip and a double cup and like is is just zoning out. Possibly. It's all. I, I, I think maybe a zip. It's, it's, maybe it's, double cup. He might sound like Future. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think he's hitting the lane. No. I don't think so. Don't I, think I so hope not. I, I, I pray I not. Cause then, cause it I gets, mean, if anything, he's shipping exactly what's in my cup. The hand. He said, buzz. They had to put the mic on the ground so you can figure out. Buzz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, do you find that this is... Because because I think that when Kendrick's talking about Good Kid, Mad City, which is his rags to his his coming out party, it's when you make your first album before you go big. That's sort of the last time you can talk about pre-fame. Yeah. And Kendrick, since both on Pimple Butterfly and on Damn, talks about how how he has struggled mightily, not only with becoming famous, but with having him being anointed as the next one. Yeah. Uh, do you think that those themes come up again? Do you feel like he's in a more comfortable place than he was? On Pippa Butterfly with that mantle. Yeah, there's a yeah. track where he's talking about he he did does thirty shows a month and only buy can't doesn't want to buy Lexus because he's yeah. scared of yeah. fucking up all his money. Right. So it's like all right, you you you, you understand that you're making good money, but you're thinking back your head like yo, if I fuck this all up, we hitting the projects. Right. And he's like yo, his his goal is by any means necessary not take his ass back to the PJs. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those things where like. He still got that that small kid in the hood mentality, like yo. He still got to make it, like motherfucker. You made it already. Yeah, I, I was gonna ask you guys if, because because people talk a lot about the goat in in different different sports, different genres of music and everything. Mm-hmm. I came up with the term the tote, the most talented of all time. Okay. Because okay. I think there's a difference sometimes between the goat and the tote. Okay. Go, I, feel, I feel differently about that. You think whoever is the most talented of all time is the greatest? My tote is different. Okay. Because, for, for example, in football, I think that Tom Brady is unassailably yeah. the GOAT. Of course. There's, there's, there's no question about that. But I think Aaron Rodgers is the tote. I think he's the most talented quarterback to ever pick up a football. Uh, now, whether you whether you agree with me or oh, not, no, I think there's something to be said. There's, there's something to be said for being the most talented versus having the best career. Okay. Um, I think that now you're talking about someone who is has 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 a bachelor's degree in hip hop history, not a master's. <laughs> okay. Someone it's someone not, not nothing but what, what would I have? So someone someone who's who's listened who's, <laughs> like who's listened to a lot who's listened to a lot of uh hip hop going back through the years, all the, from Sugar Hill Gang and Grandmaster Flash all the way up through now. I've listened to a lot of different stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have never heard a rapper who can do as many things in as many different ways as Kendrick Lamar. Period. I think mm. he's the tote. I don't know if you would put him as the greatest of all time yet. See, I would go the opposite. I, I would go with Kendrick being the, the GOAT. Wow. Okay. Okay. I love No, I gotta go. Yeah, I'm keeping I'm, I'm sticking with that. Okay. And then my toe callback, big crit. Is crit. Yes. You you are now Ooh, as okay. as you noted multiple okay. times, multiple times on the podcast that you 
came with uh, came on with me months ago. You, big grit, you ride or die for that guy. He's 100%, a boy. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Because it's it's. I know this is country segment, but southern southern guy. Uh-huh. But it's got that intellect of like a, a New York boom bap, yep. like thinking about deeper messages mm-hmm. type rap, mm-hmm. and they can put it on a southern beat, so I can bang it in my car, and then also love it in my soul. And he will also just tear the beat the fuck apart, dude. Uh, as a rapper, I'm, I, 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 I'm also interested to hear your opinion on this as as someone who raps, Josh. Because I. Do you think that there's such a thing as like a difference between a goat and a tote? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the goat is Jay Z, as of right now, because, I, I, because as a hip hop artist, a rapper, like yes, you do get into this shit for the love of it. You love the shit. You love to write. It's your escape. That's how it goes. But when you're really into it and you bring in the business side and all that shit, it's like, especially like when you get signed, mm-hmm. there's nothing higher. Than Jay Z, right? There's nothing like Jay Z has all the businesses, all the in- endorsements that he ever needed. He's he's the top. He's the fucking pinnacle of this hip hop shit. Now, Period. I'm about to use Jay Z's word. I says Jay Z is the blueprint. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. I will. <laughs> so, yes. So J- we can J- go with that. Jay Z. Uh, here's Jay Z's the blueprint. Yes. Kendrick is a goat. Because 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 Jay Z has going. Listen, I've made my money in rap. I'm putting my money elsewhere. I'm, it's time That's for me. True. Time for me to. I mean, every once in a while, I spent to show y'all y'all youngers. I still got it, but I don't need rap money. I don't need y'all. My wife makes five hundred mil. I, <laughs> I don't need that money. All right, but it 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 also goes along with like, dude. He has records that if you're sitting down and you're really listening to what he's saying, it. I always said that if I ever were to get another artist's verse tattooed on me, it would be Jay-Z's second verse of Justify My Thought. You love that. The, you, you talk about that. That verse is so fucking real. Like, the first time I ever heard it, I fucking cried because I was like, dude, Ooh. this, is, like, this is so deep. I'm crazy relative to this shit, and there's it, that. That's it. Like that's it right there. Yeah, point, the, point the, that, that's the epitome of that. That, that of the hip hop where it's like it's supposed to connect with you to the point where it, it can fuck up your emotions. It, it, it's so meaningful. Yes. Yes. One of the things that I think has made Jay Z, first of all, Jay Z stayed relevant longer than any hip hop artist ever. Because once yes. once you get into your late thirties and forties, most hip hop artists are utterly irrelevant. Yeah. So God. and they tried to kill him a couple of times. He was like, "Kudos, I'm, I'm kudos to him for exactly. saying relevant." He's on that. He's on the Frank Ocean Tyler the Creator song, "Biking." Ooh. Now, granted, he's I think he's the the like worst part of the song, but but what I'm saying is. Uh, uh, one of the things that happens as you get older and you become a mogul like Jay-Z is you become less relatable to, to everyday people. Bro-nicks. And I think... What do you say? <laughs> Bro... <laughs> Scratch. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that's me. You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> so, I, so I'm wondering if... Because to me... Kendrick, the way that he musically interprets the narrative of his life, part one of the big parts of that is him trying to express how it's like to be dis like he he relates less and less 
to the people that he grew up with now because mm -hmm. he feels like he's sort of uniquely burdened with the responsibility of being one of the next great rappers. Mm -hmm. Do you think that he's... Because I feel like when he says, be humble, sit down, it's a double entendre between him telling all the other rappers in the game who are trying to get to his level, yeah. sit your bitch ass down, <laughs> and also yeah. telling himself, you have to, in some way, shape, or form, stay grounded and not become disconnected from everyday people because that's how you sort of... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna drag my man's name through the mud. That's how you, you become sort of like Kanye, where you're you're you 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 lose the people. Yes, I think that Kendrick, because he is so transparent about what he what he's thinking. Mm -hmm. Granted, it's in a complex way, but every little intricate detail of what's going on in his head, he seems to put out into these albums. In, in heavily Father Kanye's name, in his defense. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, you 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 know that I ride for Kanye. The people who listen to this mm. podcast, all five of them, know that I ride for Kanye. Gone. Me Fifty-five. Um, here's like, but it took Kanye several albums to get there. You're right. Several. And these were straight up smashes. So, I mean, here's it. It's like I'm gonna go out on a limb. Go on with this one. Go out there. To pimp a butterfly is like my beautiful dark night fantasy. Twisted where, fantasy. Wait, I'm, I'm fucked with that. Where it's like people are like, what the fuck is this? Mm. For well, yes, yes, yes. They're like, this is great. I just don't even know what to do. With well, it. <laughs> it's, it's not even this is great initially. It's like when when I came out, I was like, this this is trash. That the when the, see that first single that that, that the, was a the, weird the, first the, single. The, too. the single the single version with that Isley Brothers sample this this really happy poppy Who's Kendrick is exactly what people did not want to see happen to Kendrick yeah. <laughs> and thank goodness that that actually that that that's one of the more misleading. I feel like humble. Is more yes. a part of this album than I was a part everyone, of. Everyone, yeah, everyone's like, yeah. I don't want to listen to this shit no more. Right? Then to be butterfly came out, like, okay, cool. Granted, I don't think I think I think DNA and humble slap ten times harder than every other Ooh. song on the album. Ooh. My car, I almost felt like I was gonna break window with that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when it hits that low note, my windows are just like yeah. just shaking. I'm just like, oh, oh, this warms my soul. Did, so, do you guys still relate to a lot of the things Kendrick is talking about on the album as a black man when he says, I got royalty and loyalty inside my DNA, when he talks about a lot of the things he's talking about? As a black man. <laughs> yeah, but you're black too. Stop. Yeah, Stop. Yeah. Stop. Well, well, at least you have a hood pass. AJ, yeah, AJ gets a hood Stop. pass. <laughs> I appreciate that. But, but, I, but, I, man, but, AJ, I, but like, All one right. of the. I want to see AJ in a dashiki this summer. <laughs> Shiki on with a fedora on. Yes. Oh, AJ man. Cody, what's up, my brothers? Oh, <laughs> that one worked. With the wood African. <laughs> my brother. Oh, Let's stop. Too funny. Okay. Oh, my. <laughs> but I, I think that when when Kendrick is talking about all these these different elements, pride, lust, fear, God. Is he breaking it down? I think he's he's breaking it down pretty much about himself. He I don't think he's necessarily thinking about the perspective of the of every per, of, of 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 people. I think he's all he knows how to do is just to talk about uh, himself. Yeah, but that, that's what every man goes through. R right. It's like is that that you know lust? You know, 
pride. You want to be prideful, but not too prideful. It's that that weird balance, you know. You want to keep your eyes on one girl, but yeah, there's always that one shorty that you like. Jesus, yeah. You know, it's one of those, it's, it's, every man goes should, should be able to relate to this. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you should understand. It's amazing that all these years later, I think that uh, 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 the, the 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 decision and the agonizing back and forth of what Kendrick is talking about is summarized in three words, which is four words, Holly Berry or hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable that uh, like that means you can either be sinful or you can uh, choose to be righteous. Mm. And I, th- I, th- I think, I feel like a lot of the things that Kendrick is talking about is he can't really choose mm. that you have to sort of cut, cut up the middle. Yeah, Cause it yeah. sucks. It sucks to choose either, you know, holy and sanctified or you're a goddamn heathen. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Because I feel like a lot of things are uh, uh, seen as black and white where pretty much everything is shades of gray. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Kendrick articulates all the, I think, I think it's all, he passionately yells about a lot of different shades of gray. <laughs> I is it when, when he comes to Boston? I'm, I'm sorry, this is going on. Go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Where does he perform? Because, like, when Kendrick used to come, he used to come to like intimate, semi intimate spots, right? Hmm. And it used to be even more dope, like when, when it's more intimate. I feel, well, like, it's, the I feel ba- like he's now TD Bank minimum. If he really wanted to keep it intimate, it would be House of House Blues. Blues. Or want to get sincerely intimate, it would be the Sinclair, which is like a mini House of Blues. God, the, can you imagine so, how competitive the tickets are? You take a pay for Absolutely. Easily. Easily. I would not pay for Oh, yeah. Like, like, yeah. If, if, I, I definitely would. Because he yeah. didn't tour for Pimp a Butterfly. I also think that this album lends itself to a live performance way better than Pimp a Butterfly. Pimp a yes. Butterfly is this but that orchestra. But so gross. <laughs> Pimp a Butterfly. I'm a music nut. So no, it's like, you, it's like, I know this. I so know this. It's like the Pimp a Butterfly with a full band, yeah, with D'Angelo on the Vanguard oh. or something, or like you know, all all, oh, all not, those usual not, suspects. Not only that, which I was going to bring up earlier, the very end of that album to Pimp a Butterfly, yeah. Mortal Man. I was I was driving, okay. I was listening to this whole album, driving. When it got to that record, and when he was interviewing Pac, I had to pull over. <laughs> I, I could not I could not drive anymore back. it was you almost yeah, like, like are you actually interviewed yeah like I could not yeah. drive anymore I had to like breathe for a second and I got chills down my spine it was absolutely insane if he if he toured for Pimp Butterfly and he did that live on stage with like a holographic good lord Tupac that'd be good lord mind blowing good lord good lord <laughs> good lord is there a bad song on the album? No. People, because the general consensus seems to be that the song "Love" is nope. is is the run to the litter. I like it. Here's well, the, I, I like I, it the I, least. I do love every song, but like you just said, yes, I do like it the least. Yeah. Yes. Hey, here's the, I play it from beginning to end. Like here's the, I I know maybe two or three song names. Right. You don't even yeah. know all the song names. No. Well, yeah. No. Because I go I go start of blood. And then Anna Doug, uh, Dugworth. <laughs> That's it. Spe- speaking of the intro, Blood. Yeah. That is what insane. is that? What are that? Like, that's dude. crazy. That's that's like oh, you have found something. You have, you, you have lost you, your life. You're like, like <laughs> oh, that's like 
Let's get you the fuck You want to go help time. somebody, but when you do, they just turn their back on you instantly. Not even turn, not even turn their back on you. Kill you. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. They, they just take you like. <laughs> the, the first time I heard that, I'm not bullshit. I jumped. Because yeah. I'm like, why'd you say that to me? <laughs> I'm like, yo, he was trying to help your ass out. Are you blessed with that? So, when, when, you, when you guys hear a lot of this stuff, because I always listen to a Kendrick album and I think, well, if I want to unearth every little nugget of, of information out of that, I'm going to have to sit down and, and look up all the lyrics and look up what mm-hmm. people say they mean. Do you find yourself really raring to do that? Because sometimes I think it is so... Almost exhausting to try and unearth every little piece of information from all of these songs. And I find it just to sort of... I find myself content with whatever visceral reaction I get out of it. When I'm listening to it the first way through. Whatever I get out of it then, I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. Do you guys find that you want to get more out of it or are you good? There's definitely more to get out of this. Mm -hmm. Without question. Mm -hmm. Because it hasn't been long enough. Because what it could have been on for like a week, right? Yeah, yeah, too shit. Yeah, not not long enough. The only, the only thing I did was check for the samples. Yeah, what was was research what samples they had, and then besides that, if I'm gonna find a meaning, I'm gonna have to listen to this thing like a thousand times and go, <laughs> yeah. oh shh. Yeah. Like, do you think you'll find yeah. something new on Listen two hundred forty three? Yes, yes, yeah, yes, absolutely. It's one of those things where like. Cause like the first time you're like, okay, it's a dope album. Second time like, okay, this goes with this, with this. Mm-hmm. Okay, third time like, all right. Fifteenth time you're like, wow, okay, I didn't get this. <laughs> uh, I, I I also got to give a shout out to both videos that he's released, Humble and DNA. Mm-hmm. I think that Kendrick, part part of being the most relevant artist. Is is new Kung Fu Kenny is is so, having the best. So, I'm sorry, sidebar. I'm using that name for the entire fucking summer. <laughs> it's, it's Kung Fu I don't care if my name starts with a D. My name is Kung Fu Kenny. Okay? Steve, you stay on Kid Capri's name. You goddamn okay. right. Okay. As soon as I when I heard Kung Fu Kenny, I thought I, I I thought that maybe Kendrick had thought of using because I feel like it would have been right on brand for him to use like a South Park sample of oh no. Kung Fu Kenny, like, uh, something like that. Watch out for AJ's remix of uh, right. <laughs> Yeah, once I learn how to do shit <laughs> and not just have ideas, look the fuck out. Once I have uh, uh, more than one microphone connected yeah. to a computer for this podcast, look out. Uh, <laughs> I. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think where else we can go with this because I didn't do enough prep and therefore well, we, we've we, been... We were just talking about the samples and stuff. I did hear that one of these records were completely produced on an iPhone. Right, well, this kid... That's true. It's not true. Shout out to you. No, 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 no. It's highly possible. Like, right now, if I really wanted to, I could produce a whole beat on my phone. I Maybe not master, but you're, produce. That's, and there's, yeah. and there's, yeah. there's the difference. So, yeah, so this kid, Steven, whatever his name is, this 18-year-old who does make beats and made... Damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> damn it. I'm sorry. Hey, to make a beat with... <laughs> too popular, too popular. Uh, I think that... <laughs> my apologies to, to Robbie Vidala. Uh, 
Steven, what's his name, who's an 18-year-old, mm-hmm. what, are, what are we doing with our lives, who made be- uh, the GarageBand app yes. on his phone and layering okay, okay, things, okay. Okay. and then I think he just sends it, yeah. but you, yeah. can't, you can't make a final product of a beat yeah. for, no. a, for a Kendrick. You it, can't... Put the ma- full it, yeah. it depends on how scientific you want to get, because if you have a matrix underneath your phone... D- perfect. <laughs> then, then that's gonna Jesus. blow your name up. Eighteen-year-old kid is gonna get a lot more work because of what he just did with Damn, and more power oh, to him. Absolutely, all those dudes. Yeah. Shout out to all the the people who produced the album. It's impeccably four albums in a. This Bro, is why are you hating on my boy Hugh. <laughs> to to close to close my dude. Yeah. Fly and Damn. All right, I'm gonna go first. Okay. I think that think that even though my favorite Kendrick Lamar song is Hole Up, the second track of Section Eighty, Now and Forever. City Number One, Pimple Butterfly Number Two. Damn number three, section 80 number four. There's something to be said for comparing Kanye's first five albums to Kendrick's first five albums. Yeah, really? so, like the weird, you know, not boom bap, but jazzy album with Pimp Butterfly. Mm-hmm. Correct, Don Earl, and you think that Damn is is uh, uh, Kendrick's beautiful, I'm oh, sorry, if Pimp Butterfly was, which one did you say was Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy? When his mom died. Yeah. So that might, be his, that might be his 808. So this might be... <laughs> I'm terrified which means his best, right? Alive, and you say it that much, which you are, and he should. Then there's got to hollow little bits. Go ahead and rank the albums, Josh. I don't think you can get them. It's one of the more perfect hip hop albums that's ever been made. It's it's also like this is me checking out. Most people would say that most of the best consensus best albums are their first albums, except for Rick Ross. Except for Rick Ross. Rick Ross's best albums are. Alright, um, we're gonna go with Damn, number two. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, Donnerell's making the it. prayer emoji mm-hmm. right now because you that thing is it. so good. It is so good for on that album. I actually, I actually listened to, uh, it was like an evolution of Kendrick. It was Kendrick, it was K-Dot back then. Right. K-Dot was K-Dot. I mean, like, think about overly dedicated Kendrick to... Goat overly dedicated, they would never tell you that the guy was going to be one of the best rappers to ever do it. Uh. Right? He was going to end up on the mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've got, so you've got Good Command City, then Damn, then like to, to be determined, right? Yeah. To be determined, Don Earl. Mm. Love it. Track Rigor Mortis is just gross. Rigor Mortis is absolutely gross. First though, right? Did no. he do it? no? It's too fast. No, it's too fast because it turns to a whole blur. Yeah, had a full band that would have been gross. Yes, uh, it goes Damn. Number two. Yeah. I love it. Right. See, that's that's the that's the great thing. Right. That is how you know a great artist. <laughs> to, to each their own. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, unless you know, when you're ranking it, the top four in some order have to be dropout, registration, graduation, and fantasy, mm-hmm. and then the sections of albums yeah. to me. Yeah. Uh, in any case, thank you very very much for being on this podcast. How do you think it went? How do you think it went? It's dope. Yeah? Good, yeah, we did all right. Will you guys come back and talk Absolutely. about another no album sometime? No all right, cheers! As always, you can listen to all episodes of Fighting Fire with Fire on SoundCloud.com/slash Fighting Fire with Fire. Leave us a, leave us a rating or review on iTunes, unless it's a bad review, in which case forget about it. Fuck you! <laughs> uh, like us on Facebook.com/slash The AJ Rose Show. Hit me up on Twitter at The AJ Rose Show. Hashtag Damn. Hashtag Kung Fu Kenny. Hashtag Whatever the fuck you want. And uh, hashtag the original Big J. Hey. Hashtag let me put that. <laughs> For Donner O'Brown and Josh Davis, I'm AJ Rose. We'll see you guys next time. Cheers. Yeah.